pull up a bar stool. You know, we're going to go off the script a little bit today. Just going to be you and me. And um, I am preparing for a trip right now to San Diego for Social Media Marketing World. By the time you hear this, I'll be pretty, uh, I'll be packing my bags on my way out. Um, next week, I'll be speaking. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and uh, my preparation and kind of you know, my own fears that I'm battling through. I also want to use this episode to talk through business because I am still, I consider myself new to starting my own business and so talk about the structure that I have and, and the help that I get and how all of that is so important to success that I've now reached. So you ready for this? It's going to be some good stuff. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here with JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So, funny thing today, um, still morning time, just about to hit uh, afternoon. Um, since I'm on my way, I'm getting, getting prepared to, to uh, go to San Diego, fly out to California, I'm actually going to go with my family. Um, I'm, I'm recording, I'm doing something that I don't normally do, I'm recording two episodes at once. Now, probably a bad idea to drink back-to-back beers, so I'm still, I'm still milking the same beer that I drank in my first recording. Um, first recording I, I threw together this morning, I had Chad Whitman on the show, so that is actually going to be the March 28th episode, which is awesome, so make sure you check that out. So... Unfortunately, this time that means I'm milking the same beer because I just two beers in the morning on a Tuesday, probably not the best idea. So I'm still working on a new Belgium Ranger India Pale Ale. And unfortunately, I kind of at the bottom of this thing now. But uh, raise a glass, huh? Cheers. Ah, yes. So today, like I said, I want to go in a little bit different direction. Um,. Typical subject matter is talking about Facebook, 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 which is cool. That's what I write about all day. That's what my videos tend to be about. That's what, I, you know, that's my business, right? That said, I have a business and um, I'm learning every single day how to run a business successfully. And I wouldn't say by any means I have it figured out. And understand, two and a half years ago when this started, I had never started a business before. I had no clue what I was doing. And I didn't even know I was starting a business. I really wasn't technically starting one. I had been laid off and was just finding my way, trying to pay the bills to help feed a family of five, three boys, three grown boys, and a wife who... um, Obviously does a ton, but doesn't bring in an income. So um, it's just, it's, I'm in a stage now that, you know, I look, I love looking back at like the previous year, previous two years and thinking about where I was. So right now I'm preparing for flying to San Diego and I'm, we're, I'm going with the entire family. So this is the first time that we've made 
um, one of these convention or conference trips into a family trip. So we're heading out early. And when you hear this on Friday, possibly, we'll be leaving the following, the, the, within the next couple of days on Sunday, flying out. We're going to go to Disneyland and all that stuff. So that's going to be fun. But I went to the social media marketing world last year. It was the greatest thing ever. If you're not familiar with it, it's put on by Social, um, social Media Examiner, Mike Stelzner. Everybody's there. I, I swear, everybody. There are a few exceptions. I just talked about Chad Whitman. He's not going to be there. But, I mean, so many people I look up to. And whether I hear them speak and I'm like, wow, blown away. Or I just meet them there. It's just um, it's one of those events that you have to go to. So not only am I going this year, but speaking. And I'm just so honored because typically uh, to, to go... You need some. You need more of a, a history than I have. I, I've I've definitely done some things. Don't get me wrong, but my public speaking resume, close to nothing, and I haven't written a book, which that is often required of anyone to speak at one of these big time events. Don't have one, but I guess I you could say I've written a virtual book online. Now this whole public speaking thing. It's interesting, all right? I I speak, I feel like, all the time to you on my podcast. I always have a beer in hand. That helps a little bit. And you know what? Maybe that has something to do with why I have a beer in the first place is to calm my nerves. I don't know. But um, probably not a good thing, really. Uh, But I do my videos. I do my webinars. Lots of that going on. So that's prepared me. And um, I think that will be helpful. But... This is new. This will be the first time truly standing on a stage in front of what it will hopefully be a room full of people uh, who are looking, staring at me and I'm able to stare back to talk about something useful regarding Facebook advertising. So I'm excited. I'm anxious, a little nervous, but I'm looking forward to it. So, I mean, I... I mean, I look back, I look back, I mean, it's been a growth, it's been growth, personal growth, not over the last two and a half years only, but just over my life. I mean, I think about giving speeches in front of classrooms when, when I was in school, whether it's especially high school, college, get clammy, maybe get a little shaky and have trouble getting through it. Um... I see this as being hopefully different. The reason being, this isn't me giving a report that I don't feel comfortable giving because I don't know the subject matter as well as I probably should. This is me. I live this stuff. Um, And I also will have a very human element to my presentation. Like, I'm not going to claim to know how to give a great presentation. I'm not Marcus Sheridan. The guy is freaking amazing. Um, when he gives a presentation, everybody gets amped up. It's awesome. I don't expect to give that kind of presentation, but I also expect it to be more than just this is how you use Facebook ads. Um, I feel like I have a story that needs to be told that I like to tell. That um, you know, it's a little it makes makes um, a presentation that I can give unique. So I'm battling through this, but 
I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> What's so funny is that I think the anticipation of it is killing me. So since the day that Mike Stelzner invited me to it, which I don't remember, was three, four months ago, and like, man, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be amazing, I'm going to be ready, can I do it? Um, it's been kind of killing me. So I'm looking forward to getting it done, but I don't want to say getting it over with because I'm really excited to for that moment uh, to be standing there getting ready to start because I've been kind of practicing it in my mind for a long, long time. I wrote about, and I don't remember which blog post this was, unfortunately. Um, what are, It might have been a year ago. I, I don't remember when it was. Where I talked about um, doing uncomfortable things, successfully doing uncomfortable things. And that is the source of personal and business growth in my mind. If all I did was what made me comfortable, I would not be here right now. When I say here, I'm saying in a place where I can uh, profitably run my own business when I haven't done it before. I've done so many things I'd never done before. And that's kind of my lesson for you as you look at if you're running your own business, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is you're doing in life. If all you do every day is what makes you comfortable and you don't go outside of that, you're limiting your growth. So this is a big moment for me where I have kind of been too fearful to go outside of that comfort zone when it comes to public speaking. And now I'll be under that spotlight. Um, I don't look, look at it fearfully. I look at it uh, in a positive way. Because I also understand the importance of it and I understand when I create a podcast for the first time how important that's been. When I created my first online training course and how I'd never sold anything online, how important that was. You know, anything. I mean, you just go down the line, um, just anything. Um, if I didn't do things that made me uncomfortable, I would be working for the man right now. I'd be fighting through traffic every day. I'd be unhappy. I would not be able to coach my kids. Baseball teams, I talk about this all the time. That's so important to me. And I would be missing time that I have now to see them grow. So growth, really. When it comes back to it, do things that make you uncomfortable. That's what equals growth, whether it's personal or professional. So raise a glass to that. Cheers. You know, it's funny, when I think back, um, and I, I have a lot of one-on-ones right now, and I'll get to my one-on-ones here in a moment, and um, I, I, there was, I'm sorry, I don't remember which session it was, and, and some of these one-on-ones go in different directions, like a lot of times we just talk about Facebook ads, sometimes we talk about Facebook marketing more generally, sometimes we talk about uh, building an online business, you, you name it. And um, one of them, someone talked about how they had a, they really had a difficult time putting together a structure, and that they were um, jealous of the fact that I had such a structure. <laughs> and I just that blew my mind because I see myself as being at least, and I do beat myself up, and I talk about this a lot. How we as Entrepreneurs in particular 
need to back off on ourselves and not beat ourselves up. Because I, I, I really feel like I'm horribly, horribly organized and I don't um, structure enough. However, I do have a structure and it's what has gotten my online business to the point it is today. There really is a structure. Now, so mon- just I just want to give you background on what I do, and maybe it will provide some ideas for you. So whether it comes to blogging or whatever it be. So now my content schedule, and I've backed off on my content so I can focus on other things. i got to prioritize. But I always have a blog post that comes out either Monday or Tuesday or both. Sometimes there are more, but that's always my priority is making sure I have one out one of those two days. Those tend to be good traffic days. Um, so it'll be a completely unique uh, blog post. It's not a, not a video blog, not a uh, podcast, not, not any of that. So that's Monday or Tuesday. Make sure that's published. But I also use Tuesday as my day to record my podcast. So right now it is Tuesday and I'm recording. Wednesday is when I host my weekly webinars. So every Wednesday at 2 o'clock my time, 4 o'clock Eastern, I host a mini webinar. That's for building my email list when it comes down to it. Thursday, when it is a top priority, is my video blog will be published. But right now, it's got to be on the back burner. I got priorities. So I'm prioritizing getting ready for this conference when it comes down to it. And also updating my training courses, which are money makers. So uh, in that case, my video blog takes a back seat, but that's my Thursday. Friday, first of all, and I'll get to my one-on-ones here in a second, but Friday, no one-on-ones. Uh, that's when my podcast is published. I, so I block off this day to do pretty much whatever I want, but I also usually use this day for video recording. So whether it's from a video blog the following week, I need more videos for my uh, for my training courses, whatever it be. Then when it comes to one-on-one, um, I've got a structure there too. Every Monday, I've got a time, 1 o'clock my time, you can book. Tuesday, Wednesday, there's 9 a.m., one time you can book. And Thursday, I block off the entire day mm-hmm. if you want to set up a one-on-one. That's really for people, no matter what your time zone, you should be able to find a time with me. So... Now, I'm also, like I said, most, uh, let's see, most effective, most efficient when I continue to work within this structure. If I go outside of it, and I'm not going to say this is outside my comfort zone, if that is what has helped me be successful. Going outside of it for me is dangerous. So I think it's important to have that type of structure. And how this comes into play. I get a lot of people who want to set up very customized one-on-one sessions. And my advice to you when you have people who want... You need to understand your boundaries. Okay, so for me, I know that um, if I am wasting extra time thinking about these things, if... That if organizing this uh, session is going to take extra time, if I'm going to feel less comfortable and if I'm going to feel like it's going to be less productive, it's not worth my time. And I also tend to uh, 
you know, take some of these initial conversations with people as sign of what they're like to work with. So if it seems you're un- being unreasonable or disrespectful of my time, tells me that we probably shouldn't set up this call. So, um, but again, that's because I, I need a structure. And if you take me outside, it's like, oh, I need a time that's, you know, five o'clock instead of three o'clock. Well, when we do that, um, and I, I, then I set up an extra time for one-on-one on a day that I normally don't do it, well, that takes me away from my plan for that day and my structure. So, um, so that's how I keep myself productive when it comes to a structure. And I certainly advise that you do the same. Um, I want to get to one more thing here on help, but let's raise a glass first. Cheers. Okay, so what's also helped me um, over the last couple of years is knowing when I can't do something as well as someone else can't, and I let them do it instead. So I want to focus on what I do best. So I want you to figure out, you know, your role in your business. And it shouldn't be everything. It really, I mean, look, you can start that way. I think it's a good, and I, I don't regret at all running my business entirely myself for the first year and a half or so, almost two years. Um, but you are going to limit your growth and your business's growth if you continue to try to do it yourself. You're only, you're only one person. And that's, again, like, you know, I talk about structure being important. You don't have that much time. I do this for a reason. I do this to have the time and flexibility and freedom. But if you're trying to grow a business and you're working, you know, 18 hours a day and working on weekends, it's not worth it. It's just not. I mean, at least if you're looking at it the way I do. So what I've, again, this kind of goes back to structure in a way. But now I am focusing entirely on the things that I know I do well and that I'm not yet ready to hire other people to do for me. So my focus is on writing content. So that means blog posts in particular. It means training lessons, training course lessons. Um, so And then I host webinars. And again, this is just the bare... I'm writing the blog post, and actually I'm publishing those. Um, I'm hosting the webinars. So just host them. I'm not doing stuff outside of them. And I'm recording video and podcasts, but I'm not editing them. And I'm managing my social media because I feel like that's important. That um, it's you know, if if anyone responds as me, it's me. Now, um, <laughs> I mentioned this last week, and that. Sometimes that can put me in a bit of a hole and a little issue where people will get mad at me if I don't respond to them because uh, I'm stretched too thin. Because I am getting to that point now where I probably need some help with my social media response. Um, but when I do that, I'm not going to have someone respond as me. I'll have somebody hop in and say, be a representative for me and say, hey, I'm April, for example. April responds my emails she would say you know uh, respond to people I'm not saying she sorry April I'm not throwing anything else on your plate at this point but somebody could say 
uh, make sure you read this blog post that John wrote, but not try to respond as me. Um, but in the meantime, I'm at this kind of critical growth period where I've got to prioritize what I respond to on social media. Um, some of the people out there are just trying to get free information, don't want a one-on-one. I'm never going to pay for anything. Those people are easy to spot or they're very beginner. And while I'd like to help them, I know they're not necessarily, or it's less likely that they're going to be someone who's going to buy from me because they're too beginner at this point. So that that's kind of my thought process a lot of times. So anyway, that's, that's my managing social media. Now, so my help now, I've got um, April, as I mentioned, very, 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 very helpful, answering contact forms. Um, she also organizes my one-on-one. So if you ever set up a one-on-one, there is some automation that goes on that she also helps set up. But there's also some correspondence that she's involved in where if you haven't filled out your questionnaire, you need to do it. That's part of my structure, and I go crazy if you don't haven't completed it yet. <laughs> so she does that. She does a lot of the automation, um, fu- uh, funneling, and Infusionsoft. She's awesome. All right, so that's that's what April does. I also have um, Dan who edits all my podcasts. So thank you, Dan, for uh, listening through this every episode to take out my m- ridiculous mistakes and burps and uh, everything else along the way. Um, and then I also have Jesse who has come on within the last few months. He edits videos, so he makes my video blog possible because I just don't have time anymore to even record those things right now, but definitely don't have time to edit them. And he's going to make my video uh, lessons within my training courses all the more better. So if you've been seeing like the new video courses, they're much more polished than what I've done before. Then hosting, I don't mess with that either. Um, I have Nick helping with hosting. So... I mean, that all sounds probably expensive to you. And um, and look, I probably, I, I didn't hire everyone from the start. And it's been a matter of, okay, if I want to scale, if I want to do more, if I want to do more video, for example, I need help with video. Um, if I want to write more content, I need help with my podcast. That's, that's taking a lot of time with my editing. If I want to keep that podcast going, I'm going to need help. So it's just a matter of prioritizing, and um, every year I'm just trying to grow a little bit, and that's been a big part of knowing knowing that, okay, I can afford this much. So if I want to get to this point, um, I need to produce all this content. How am I going to do it? Well, I can't be editing all my videos. I can't be editing my podcast. I can't, all these emails I'm getting, I can't respond to them all. I need help. So... Um, you need to understand how much time you have, how much time you want to have. It's not just how much time you have. Like you want to have free time too. You want to travel. You want to. For me, I, you know, I'm working less than I did a year ago. I think that that should sound good. That's a good thing. Um, these days I'm rarely doing something at night. I'm trying to get more sleep than I used to because I used to get horrible sleep. And I do a lot less on the weekends than I used to do when it comes to work. That's me. So I understand how much time I have available to me. So as a result, I got to think, okay, well, with these limited hours, how am I going to get it all done? And how am I going to get it done well? 
So that's why I've lined up the people that I have to help me out. So I recommend you do the same. Um, and where has this led? I mean, this is, again, when I talk about reflection and everything else is going on. Um, big, big, big milestones coming my way. I mean, it's just, I, when, again, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm figuring out what I'm doing. But, um, my, my Facebook page, well, I preach that the like itself doesn't mean anything. I focus so hard on getting relevant people. So my, the content I produce, you're not going to be interested in it unless you care about advanced Facebook marketing. And when I run ads, especially these days, if I'm trying to get likes, I'm targeting people to visit my website. Um, that's the main way I'm targeting you. And if you visit my website, if you don't like advanced Facebook marketing, I don't know why you were there. So I'm about to hit 50,000 likes. I, I think that'll happen potentially in the month of April. And so to give you some perspective, and I'm just, I'm not saying this to, to brag, I'm just trying to help you understand as you look at your own business, if you're where I was um, a year ago even, or two years ago, on January 1st, just of this year, so it's less than three months ago, 32,000 likes. I'm currently 43 or 44, somewhere in that neighborhood. On January 1st of 2013, less than 8,000. So that means that over an entire year, four times growth. Um, again, I consider this highly relevant people. And that's, that's a, and I've talked about my sales funnel, my Facebook sales funnel, and how Facebook fans result in revenue for me. So I'm not just saying that because that's a number. I'm saying that because that's the explosion of my business. Those are the people that result in revenue for me. So that is a big deal. So if you're in that point right now, in that place, and I didn't even look at where was I January 1st of 2012, but I can tell you, um, I think I was in the neighborhood of one to 2,000. So even then we're looking at probably another, we'll say 2,000. And we're going to, again, four times growth over a year. And I was barely using advertising back then too. So where are you? Where are you right now? You could be at 500,000 for all I know. And that's fine too. If you're at 500,000, maybe you're going to be at 2 million by the end of the year or in one year. And 2 million likes who actually lead to business, right? So I've talked to a lot of people um, on my one-on-ones about, okay, how can I build my Facebook likes? Well, let's talk about that. Let's make sure they're relevant. Um, There's one in particular, not naming any names. Um, and he knew, he completely got it, right? Uh, he had a page that was very general. It was about liking dogs and liking pets. And you know that running page like ads for those people I mean, easy, but will it lead to revenue, right? I mean, he was getting, and he was disappointed. <laughs> he was getting three cents for pay, per page like, and I think it had ballooned, I say ballooned, to 10, cent, 10 cents per page like in the U.S. only. Um, and he wanted to be getting like a penny. Uh, but you know, when it comes down to it, like how many of these people are going to buy something from you and lead to more revenue for your business? So I'm, I'm really, I'm, so whenever I talk about those kinds of numbers, I'm very conscious of 
it's value though. It's quality. It's quality. So, so that's, um, and it's also led to more, uh, so the increased audience on my Facebook page also helps increase the audience of my website. So my home base and everyone should have one. And this is what worried me about this one, this page that was about, uh, liking dogs. They had a home base, but they're entirely dependent on that Facebook traffic. Don't be. So my Facebook page, or excuse me, was my website in April. I'm also about to hit a milestone there of 5 million page views. So every single month, it seems like right now, is a new traffic record for me. Um, this may be huge for you or maybe nothing to you, but um, I, should, I should hit 400,000 page views in March alone. Um, whereas a year ago I wasn't hitting 200,000. So it's a big deal, big deal for me. Um, but that, again, the more people who are on my, and, and where my website is today compared to last year, last year, I, I wanted traffic for different reasons. Last year I wanted traffic because I, I want to provide value to the advertisers on my site. Now I only have one advertiser left, post planner. Your days are numbered. I love you guys. <laughs> but eventually, the only advertising is going to be for my own stuff, which is, that's the majority of it right now. So you're on my site. I want you there. And the reason I want you there is for a lot of reasons. But I want you to opt into my email list, which, pippity, thank you. You're awesome. I want you to sign up for my insights training course, my power editor training course. I want you to check out my podcast or my video blog. Mm-hmm. All these different things to keep you hooked so you will buy. Oh, sign up for my one-on-one. I mean, come on. The VCTA plug-in, greatest thing in the world. I know some people hate it, but that fly out when you've been on my site for a little bit, says, hey, sign up for a one-on-one. That thing has been world-changing for my business. But if I wasn't getting the traffic, none of that matters. I'm not going to get much, you know, enough signups to my newsletter or to my training courses or for my one-on-ones. So that's why I just I keep coming back to your home base. Um, building that email list, building that traffic to the website, that is what I control and where I get my business done. So 5 million page views, 50,000 page likes, big, big month come for me. Um, I'm going to raise a glass to that. Cheers. All right, so that's, that's pretty much it. I, I've asked the bartender for a tab. Um, I didn't really want this to be too self-serving. I hope it didn't come out that way. Um, it was more about trying to get provide a inside look you know, as far as what I'm going through. If you're trying to build your own business, trying to help you get through it as well. I don't. I wouldn't say use me as a blueprint by any means, but no. That if you haven't done done it before, you can. And a big part of that is doing uncomfortable things. Doing things that make you uncomfortable so that you can grow. So that you can grow personally. So that your business can grow. Can we agree on that? That's a good thing. I think we can. All right. So I hope that you came to my, my um, session at Social Media Marketing World. And if you do, I say I came, you came to... Um, I'm saying this before it even happens. So please come to my session at Social Media Marketing World. It's on Friday at 2 o'clock. 
on the 26th of March. Um, I hope to see you there. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of competition in terms of other people speaking. So even if you don't catch my session, grab me in the hallway. Say, hey, I recognize that face. Your face is all over the place uh, in in the ads on Facebook. I'm kind of tired of seeing you, but let's talk. Let's grab a beer. All right. So thank you for for, uh, being along for the ride. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Thank you.